0: known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone.
1: Welcome to episode 26 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve.
0: And I'm Sean fangirl and tonight we'll be discussing episodes 7 and 8 of Winona Earp. Oh, the show.
1: Yeah, it's cranked it up
0: here quite a bit like every episode a little bit more, a little more. I am loving it. I'm loving this show, and I'm still disappointed we haven't heard too much about the from the comic book readers, I should say. So hopefully somebody out there has read the comics and can tell us how close it's following, because there's so many shows out there and movies, we know, that are based off of comic books, and I'm just wondering how close this is to it. But we are going to jump right into episode seven. Walking after midnight. Waverly throws an engagement party, but Henry's quest for revenge puts her guest in grave danger. Winona teams up with an unlikely ally to investigate a killer targeting young women. There was a little, little, um, sexual tension I felt happening in this episode. And I felt like it was coming from Doc and Waverly, which, I you know, seems kind of strange because she looks like she wants nothing to do with him. Right, because she's just angry. But I felt like there was some sexual tension there. Hmm, interesting. Maybe it was just me thinking that. <laughs> Unless it was just him playing it up so much when everything started happening. Yeah,
1: it could be. I mean, it's. I think it might have went down a little bit different if Waverly wasn't having that party going on. With the two other ladies.
0: Yeah, some bachelorette party.
1: Yeah, that one was <laughs> an epic fail.
0: Right. I felt really bad for Waverly in this one because she wanted so bad to throw this party for her friend and only two of them show up because they thought it was the haunted murder house. I thought that was pretty crappy. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm.
1: There has been a lot of history in that uh, old homestead of the Earps, so... Well, that's true. I can kind of see why, you know, some people not real thrilled to uh, head out there for an evening uh, party.
0: <laughs> well, this also actually makes me wonder how many of her friends are revenants, because she didn't know about the girl from last episode. No, she didn't. So... I'm just thinking out loud here. <laughs> you well, know, it might be. It might be what is actually happening. Like they've surrounded her, without her realizing. And you know, it just makes me wonder if they were hoping to, by becoming friends with her, it would draw Winona in.
1: Very possible. <laughs> Very like, possible.
0: But? All right. So let's talk a little bit more about Waverly and Doc. Now they've gone all chasing the squirrel, of course. <laughs> So, yeah, like I was saying, Waverly was pretty ticked off at Doc. And is it mostly just because he, I guess, the best way to say it hurt Winona's feelings?
1: I think so.
0: You think that was it?
1: Yeah, I really do. But I, you know, it, it,
0: I was just, you know, not quite sure if she was mad because he decided to hook up with Winona and she was mad that he might be using her. Or, you know, what the situation might be. Or maybe she was just a little jealous. That's why I'm, like, kind of confused with what's happening with them.
1: Yeah, I could see that there might be just a little more jealousy with Waverly because, you know, she's the one who figured out that he was actually Doc Holliday. But he seems to be working more with Wynonna than than with her. Mm Mm-hmm. For the most part, so.
0: So maybe she's just mad. And there's still that underlying anger that she wasn't the heir. Right. So maybe it's all kind of trickled down. Although she got over it pretty quick when things started happening in this episode. Yeah. (laughs) Because yes, her friends, and I'm saying friends in quotes, because mm, they were kind of being bitchy.
1: Yeah, just a little bit.
0: Right. I mean, talking a lot of crap. And at one point, you know, the one who's engaged is like, well, you know, you didn't really have a lot of prospects. Nobody wants to date a crazier. I wanted to reach through the TV and slap the girl. (laughs) I'm like, that is the worst thing. Who says that to their friend? That's why I'm like, they weren't really friends.
1: No, no. And I, I have a feeling that Waverly didn't have any really close friends that she could count on. Just like and Wynonna
0: didn't. Yeah, I just feel like that's sad. Yes, very. Because ugh, she should have these people she can lean on. I mean, she grew up here. She went to school with these people. Granted, her sister was known as the crazy bad seed, but Waverly worked really hard to get past that. And then all these people still are treating her like crap. hmm. I feel that. Okay. Off on that tangent. <laughs> Stupid mean girls, even in small towns, or maybe worse in small towns.
1: I would say worse in small towns.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, lo and behold, Doc shows up because she had said he could sleep in the barn. Oh, that's nice, I guess. <laughs> and he just, I love he comes to the door and he's like, I have wood. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh doc, we really need to learn the twentieth century slang for everything and then you would not say some of these things. Yeah. So anyway. The girls, you know, are duped basically into thinking that this is Waverly's new boyfriend.
1: No, he was a stripper.
0: Oh yeah, at first she thought he was she's a stripper. Stripper. <laughs> Yes. But then Waverly was like, Oh honey, you're here. hmm. So uh I'm just telling you, these girls, I can't get past the one girl. She was so (laughs) annoying. And, okay, I'm going to say it. Spoiler alert. I'm not sad that she died. No. So, yeah, the girl died, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Since I didn't mention that exactly. uh, I'm, like, bouncing all around because I'm starting to, like, bounce around in my head for the episode. Let me stick with Waverly and Doc right now. They're drinking. They're playing poker. The one girl who's engaged seemed to be like, I will totally sleep with you, Doc. I don't care that I'm engaged. Right. Yeah, good job there. Um They hear something outside. Doc goes to look, and he's like, oh, the barn door just opened. I'll just go take care of that. But Waverly is feeling uneasy, which is probably good.
1: Yeah, because Doc told her to put that skull away. You don't need it. Out in the open like that.
0: Right. Not exactly, you know, Halloween where you're just decorating. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: So it turns out in the barn is the blacksmith. Right. I, I keep saying, I'm trying to call her something else. Because she was, well, tortured by the stone witch earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't dead. She manages to get all the way over there, which apparently is a pretty big feat because I'm guessing they don't live that close to anyone.
1: That's, I would say, is a pretty safe assumption.
0: Yeah. They get over, she gets over there, and, well, she's warning Doc that Stonewitch is coming because she knows, she knows what's happening and who has the skull. And tells Doc, get Waverly away. Get her away. Give me your word. I'll tell you how to defeat her. And I was so pissed (laughs) because I'm like, okay, you know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it just made me so mad, because of course Doc says yes, I'll get her away, but turns out that he's lying because he just really wants to kill the Stone Witch. But he does have the information now as to how to kill the Stone Witch, or at least wound her, because we don't know if it will actually kill her. We're just told that she's most vulnerable. Can't use big words (laughs) um, after the witching hour, right? But not saying that she will die. And so I don't know if you really caught that, but, you know, let's fast forward a little bit. He goes back and, like, oh, don't worry, it's just the wind. And, well, here comes another knock on the door. I have a package to deliver. And then, of course, the girls are like, you did get a stripper. It's late at night. I don't think anyone's delivering packages that late. And Waverly knew damn well she did not get a stripper. Yeah. I love the really bad dancing that oh, the guy tries to pull off. Yeah. And and the one girl, oh, the one friend, she just I think he's local. Well, yeah. <laughs> Which was just kind of funny and stupid all at the same time. But right, because if he was
1: local to... they'd know who he was. I mean, come on. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean the town has like, what, three hundred people, what it yeah, seems maybe. like. <laughs> but oh, guess what? He is trying to kill Waverly, next thing we know. With his pants like Basically, half off.
1: Right, around his.
0: (laughs) Right. But he picks her up, and I'm like freaking out because, yes, it's Winona Earp, is the name of the show. And she's an Earp, but she's not Winona. And I'm still worried about what's going to happen to Waverly at any point in the show.
1: Yes. She, as far as we know, she doesn't have the. The gift. Right. The skills gift that Winona has, shall we say.
0: Yes. I just get worried that she is expendable, even though I don't want her to be. So it's kind of scary what might happen. I oh, yeah. Really, really, But she knows enough, and she's learned enough through all of her courses and books and watching TV, for all we know, that she defends herself pretty well, but it was kind of gruesome. Very gruesome. She gross. happened to have scissors from cutting a tag off of, of a pillow. Right. And ends up putting it right through this dude's ear. (laughs) And down he goes. And that was freaking me out. Yeah, that
1: was pretty gruesome, to say the least.
0: Yeah. And just all of a sudden, she's like, why do I know that if, if a man bigger than you is attacking you, the easiest way to put him down is put a pair of scissors through his ear. And I'm like, maybe you should tell us all how you know this.
1: Yeah, exactly. This
0: is not something I've learned in any of my... Anything. No. <laughs> not in my criminal justice classes. Not watching any forensics. I don't know this. How did you know? I mean, that better kick him in his groin, I guess. Yeah. I'll at least take him down. But, ah, oh, these guys. Where does the Stone Witch keep finding these people? And are they actually under her control is what I wonder.
1: From what we saw once she shows up, yes. She is able to put just about anybody under her control even if they're dead.
0: Yeah, that was weird.
1: Because she brought the blacksmith to life, too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, everybody who ended up dying, she brings to life to do her bidding in this episode, which was strange. But, you know, hey, she's the stone witch, I guess. There's a reason they call her a witch. She's pretty powerful. And she's doing weird crap. But we have all this insanity going on, and I'm thinking maybe Doc is going to do the right thing. and. Protect Waverly to the point that we don't have to worry about her or the Stone Witch. or I just didn't know what was going to happen. But he didn't exactly become super noble. No. And it was actually Waverly who just totally took charge because, like we said, the, the engaged friend died. Right. After she had a little telling off from Waverly. The other friend had went to hide upstairs, and Waverly goes up. To find the skull, which she did hide. Yes. And she did very well, actually.
1: Yes. It would have been difficult to find.
0: Turns out it was in Willa's room. Yes. Which apparently nobody's gone in since the incident. Right. So we're looking at, what did we say, at least 10 years, if not more?
1: Yeah, and I would say 14? at least 10. Yeah, 10 to 15.
0: Yeah. Because I thought we talked about it at one point, like the actual yeah. time frame. And... Nothing's changed. It's still a little girl's room. And she said she's going up there to look for shotgun shells, I believe. And there's the other friend hiding in the closet. <laughs> and right then, I'm thinking, oh, great. She's actually a spy, and she's there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was getting angry at everybody in this episode because I didn't know what was happening. So the girl gives gives Waverly, God, I always want to call her Willow when I say her name. She gives her kind of a pep talk, like, you helped me, you protected me from the bullies. And all of a sudden, she's like, that's all the stone which is. She's just a bully. White bulb. And she goes out. And I love this because she was so forceful. And this was something that we haven't seen really from Willa. Because, I mean, dang it, Waverly. <laughs> because she has been kind of the quiet, I'm, I'm really smart and I know what I'm doing, but I am not super forceful. So she's forceful and tells the stone witch, well, I'm bound to the skull, so you can't take it no matter what, and I'm you know, protected. And the stone, which is like, fine, but will will that protect your friends? So she decides to smash the skull, which I thought was a really bad move. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm thinking, okay, if this is the only thing protecting you, breaking it might not be great. right? But at the same time, breaking it means that she can't put that body back together right which is what her main goal is so that's good in the long run yes maybe
1: i would say so
0: okay because i i'm kind of like on the fence like okay she can't put it back together because the skull's not you know formed anymore but she's a witch so i don't know what that means what if she went and collected all the pieces
1: well she basically explained that the boy you know Wyatt sl- killed her sons, and they didn't resurrect his revenants because there's something more. That there's an right. evil in the world far greater than the revenants, and it's coming.
0: Oh, uh, that's what I was guessing was her sons.
1: Yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking.
0: So maybe she won't be able to get them both together since the skull was smashed, but she might still be able to get the other one. Right. Too much stuff happening with that. Now... Doc does manage to get a shot off on the Stone Witch well, when she was distracted and trying to beat the crap out of Waverly yeah. with her magic. And even though he does manage to shoot her in the shoulder, which distracts her enough to make her leave in, oh, was that a giant pink Cadillac?
1: Yes, it was.
0: <laughs> it turns out that somehow that Doc is connected to the Stone Witch because, oh... Look at it. Doc is bleeding in the same spot that she was. So what do you think that was about? That somehow the eternal long life has, she gave him was kind of a a loop that connected them both.
1: Well, no, it was part of the uh, the information that the blacksmith gave him was that yes, this would bind them together.
0: Oh. I did not even catch that. Yeah. I thought she was saying it would bind her.
1: No, it would bind them.
0: Oh, okay. That's totally different.
1: Yeah. seeing that he doesn't want to be immortal, but to kill her is going to kill him. So this is going to put Doc in a very interesting position.
0: Well, then here's going my question. Forward. Every time he gets hurt, does she feel it?
1: Uh, i bet she does. Yeah, I'd love to have had some cut scenes on the next episode to see if
0: uh, <laughs> that yes, would have happened. See if, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Because mm-hmm. the next episode, we had all this stuff happen. Makes me wonder. Yeah. Hmm. There's a head scratcher. Well, you know, obviously, they go, they go away and, oh, there's dead bodies to deal with. So they're going to have to call on the cops. But that's the... And as far as I can think of Waverly and Doc, unless you have something else that I'm not thinking of to kind of zip through their story. Yeah.
1: Um Doc didn't do himself any favors in this episode, that's for sure.
0: No. I, I don't believe so either. Because I really think he uh was putting himself in bad positions all around.
1: Yes. Absolutely.
0: All right. So why don't you take us through a little bit of Winona and Hawk. <laughs>
1: yeah this was um quite interesting um because at first you know we get to see the blacksmith and Constantine torturing her after Winona finds Doc sleeping in the woods and saves his bacon again from the revenant who was sneaking up on him.
0: I'm not exactly surprised,
1: no, but when um we see Winona and Dolls in the uh, sheriff's station, and Dolls finds that the seventh Revenant is holding a cane, and Winona spots that the there's an ace inscribed on the handle. And you say, "Okay, we're <clears throat> making progress." And then Dolls, out of nowhere, says, "Oh, I'm going to go get Chinese takeout, and we'll have a good old time."
0: <laughs> you go, what? "Yeah, because that wasn't weird." <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, it's totally normal. Ellen, she's like, "Why are you so happy?" <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm, yeah, made not made no sense at all. No, I mean everything Doc did at least made sense because we seem to know what he's all about right now. Right. Dolls, we still don't know, and this is so far out of character from what we've seen of him so far. It isn't funny, and of course right. we don't see him making it back with the chinese cuz his bosses have uh decided to bring him in
0: yes ah, i was not happy with the way they did this just because you know, we haven't heard anything about his bosses and then all of a sudden they're going to be like oh we're taking you in
1: right and and i'm not sure if it's because they know what he has inside of him and maybe which that's why he's sure. Black Badge. Okay. Or that's just the way this lady operates is, hey, you don't answer my calls, and then I'm going to have somebody come get you.
0: And he was still, like, really upbeat with it, which was weird. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, so I got you some extra dumplings, though. Yeah. They're on their way up. <laughs> what? Yeah. I was really confused mm-hmm. with a lot of this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: And of course, we really don't, you know. Yes, at least Dolls is able to let Winona know that he needs a rain check.
0: I love Winona. Like, what was the what was the safe word if she if he needed help? was something like really off the wall, right? Yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was just kind of funny.
1: Yes, it was.
0: Ah, oh, dang! I really need to start writing stuff down. But I mean, he gets taken away, so he's pretty much out of helping anybody. Right. So we see him here and there and see his boss, but I mean, his whole storyline was pretty much, okay, yeah, the beginning with Winona, him talking to his boss, her finally saying, I'm pulling the plug because you're not showing me anything. I don't care what you say. And then him saying, I have something bigger to give you. That was his storyline this episode. Right. And that just kind of made me mad.
1: Yeah, just a little.
0: But interestingly enough, we have Winona and Hot working together though. Yes. And it's mostly because Winona was just moping and Hot got stuck with a case and she was kind of moping too at their at police station. Right. So they decided to BS together and drink a little bit mm-hmm. and Winona kind of got pulled in. Mm hmm. So I don't know where to go with this one though. Cause there's so much happening. Right. Well, like, they have in to, regards to them just building their dynamic.
1: Right. You know, they go in and they take a look at the young lady that's been killed. They notice the ace that's been cut into her neck. So Winona knows who the killer is that has got to be the number seven here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I love the way that they hear a noise. They think it's the guy coming back. And so they kind of split up. And when they get back, they find the card, you know, in, in her oh, eye. In girl-
0: yeah. I thought it was in her mouth. Yeah. And it her was eyes in were her open mouth. though. It
1: wasn't in her eye. It was in her mouth,
0: but her eyes were open yeah. all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. And you have this like morgue guys like, Oh yeah, let me tell you. This is kind of exciting. This, this and this happened. And all I can think of is watching NCIS. <laughs> When you have Ducky and Jimmy who are like, Okay, hey, this happened and they're all cool about it and nobody's getting sick. And if I was working in the morgue, I'd probably be like, Bleh, I can't do this, which is probably why I'll never work in a morgue. So kudos to the people who can handle that, because I don't think I could. Right. But the guy was just like way too happy again about everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, What is with everybody in this city? In this little town. They're just like Yeah, I'm a mortician. This is cool. Or whatever. He's not a mortician. He's the Borg attendant. Yeah. Doctor guy. Everybody just seems so happy in the role that they're in at that moment. I don't know. But I know Officer Hot was getting pretty ticked off with Winona.
1: Yeah, she wasn't real happy that Winona basically accused her.
0: Did you have questions at all? Because I was thinking maybe it could be.
1: Oh, yeah, it was very possible.
0: Because I still don't know what's going on with Hot. Mm -hmm. And I'm still worried. I mean, is it just that she really likes Waverly? And so she's kind of weird and awkward? Or is it something else? I can't trust anybody. (laughs) (laughs) I really can't. Because I don't know what's happening. And this is what happens. You start believing everybody is the bad guy. Right. Not good, not good. Well, I mean... It seemed like they started to build a decent dynamic, though, between them. Right. So, you know, there's hoping that things will build better, build up better. I don't know. I guess we'll see. So, what else do we want to talk about with Winona and Hot for this episode?
1: I thought it was interesting that Hot wanted to know what was going on, which, of course, definitely makes you a little question, a little motives. Mm Mm-hmm. But Winona basically tells her that, yeah, she's going to let her in on the whole thing. And It's like, huh?
0: right. <laughs> like, is that a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
1: And so there at the end, out of nowhere, Hot and Winona are going to go have pancakes
0: out of nowhere because Winona killed off the owners of the last restaurant. But hey, that's neither here nor there apparently. So yes, that, that's. Almost the end of the episode. Right. As they're going to ride off into the sunset, more or less, after Hot has come to the homestead to find out what happened with Waverly and Doc and get all that straight. Straight, somehow, dead bodies everywhere. I, and were the bodies even there? I felt like they, they disappeared.
1: Yeah, I don't believe there was.
0: Something's got to be there. hmm I don't know. But they leave and... What Doc starts walking away, and here comes the the police car all of a sudden, rolling with the doors open. And, okay, this is what I was confused about. Was the music coming from the car, or was it just being played at that time, like over the scene?
1: I think it was coming from the car. Okay. And it was the music that got Doc's attention, and so he kind of followed it and ended up being on the road with the car just Rolling by.
0: (laughs) Right. Like I said, doors open. Turns out the radio handset was ripped out. There was blood. And Doc was freaking out.
1: Just a bit.
0: Because they just left. What the hell just happened? (laughs) So I think that pretty much wraps up Walking After Midnight because it takes us right into, at that point, episode eight. Unless there's something else with Episode 7 that I'm no, skipping. Like I said, I'm zipping through.
1: Roll right into Episode 8, Two-Face Jack. When Winona goes missing, Xavier and Doc form a temporary alliance to find her. Meanwhile, Winona finds the last member of the Seven who plans to operate on her, whether she wants it or not.
0: Okay, first of all, I keep forgetting that Doll's first name is Xavier. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, when you said Xavier, I'm like, who? Who? Oh, Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we don't hear
0: anybody calling that. No, it's weird. All right, so a lot going on in this episode with two storylines again. Yes. So shall we start with Dolph and Doc first?
1: Yeah, let's go ahead and start with them first.
0: So they're pretty pretty much still ticked off at each other. Yeah. And I I don't know if that's like an alpha male thing. Like they're just going to forever hate each other.
1: Yeah, cause I think they see each other as competition for Winona.
0: Except I really don't think. Yeah, it's dolls. not a
1: romantic competition. Yeah. It's who's Winona gonna buddy up with the most. And who's
0: she gonna trust? Right. Okay. Cause that's why I was like, really? Do you think? But then we talk it through and I figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they just seem kind of at each other all the time and well, they have to work together because I think Waverly would probably kick both their asses if they didn't. Yes. Little girl's going to like pull out a major whopping on both of you guys.
1: Yeah. So. Now, of course, Doc finds the, the playing card in the car and that immediately tells him who, who's got Waverly and Hot. Seriously. Killer that's been removing and replacing organs.
0: That was really messed up, too.
1: Yeah, very messed up.
0: So they find, they get information, though, from the sheriff that Hot was found. Right. On the side she of wrote, her road. Mm-hmm. Pretty beat up, but she was okay. So the first thing, you know, Doc is trying to explain, because, rewind, they're asking Doc why he didn't want to help one identify the final of the seven. Right. And my question to you is, do you think it was embarrassment or do you think it was just anger that he didn't want to help?
1: Well, I, I believe it was embarrassment because when Wyatt went to go deal with this guy, that was when he was ill and ended up going to the stone witch to do what she did to him.
0: Okay. Because I know that he said he went one time with Wyatt, and that's when he got sick. Right. And then when Wyatt went out after, it's the time he didn't go. Right. So that's what I was thinking, that he was just embarrassed with the situation, that he wasn't the one that was there to help Wyatt put this guy down. So that's where I was standing with that. He didn't want to tell her because he was angry and embarrassed and, you know, the whole pride issue. Right. But had, I don't know, had he told her if that would have helped her, if she would have been able to plan it all. Because it, it threw me for a loop. I don't know about you, which we'll get to it. But the person who took Winona was not ultimately who who uh 2 Faced Jack was. Right. Or Black, what did they call him? I was, I was calling him Blackjack. As a whole yeah. different show. <laughs> whole different show. Right, yeah. Uh, the was- Surgeon. Oh, my gosh, I can't remember <laughs> Oh, that's going to be annoying. Sorry, guys. I know somebody's it's out there screaming Jack, it.
1: As far as I'm, was it just yeah. Two Face Jack? Okay. Yep.
0: So they are trying to figure out where is it possible. Who who can figure out where they're hiding somebody? Well, working together, you know, Bobo's not going to necessarily keep Winona there. Not that I would put it past them, right? But I think that's the first place they would look. So. I think that's why they kind of marked that off pretty quick, but hot is well enough to talk, so the guys go and talk to her, and she gives a kind of a description of what she can remember of the situation she was not able to see she was like uh not gagged, he did what chemicals to kind of knock her out right, but he said she was wrong, so he kept kicking her and left her but Dolls can't get the information he needs. He's getting frustrated. Doc's like, listen, you have other senses just because you couldn't see. What did you hear? What did you smell? And that's how they get information. Right. Which, funny enough, Doc's the one who's like, oh, it could be alcohol. And Dolls, of course, is looking at him like, you've lost your mind. Alcohol doesn't smell like that. (laughs) And, oh, light ball, Little Miss Waverly, Mm -hmm. who is so freaking smart. He's like, no, no, no. Back in his day, yeah, it would have totally been made with this. And I love how they throw out, you know, prohibition. There were tunnels, and he's like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> what's prohibition? prohibition? What do you Tells mean? There's be... no alcohol?" <laughs> <laughs> Tells us to give him a little rundown. I, it's I thought he was horrified in that moment. Oh, you know,
1: he, yeah, he goes, "Thank God I was in that whale." Well, right. I mean, God, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have dealt with that.
0: That was funny. Well, it turns out there's some tunnels running under the town. Seriously, the town is teeny. Yeah. How is it? I don't know. I give up. This town apparently stretches for you know forever. It's probably as big as most of Texas at this
1: point. (laughs) Encompasses the whole uh, triangle. (laughs)
0: Right. Well. Oh, hey. Guess what? Somebody knows who might who might have information on hidden underground tunnels. Oh, Doc, how do you always know the people who have a questionable reputation? That's <laughs> who's surprised. Raise your hand. Uh, that's what I thought. Yeah, Nobody's yeah. raising their hand. Well, it's an underground fight club, which I thought was kind of amusing because he's like the first rule, and Dolls is like, "Don't talk about fight <laughs> clubs. He's like, "How would anybody know about it then?" Yeah. Obviously, not something Doc has watched. Right. Got to remember this, Dolls. And oh. Again, who's surprised that Doc owed this guy money? Yeah. No? No hands? I didn't think so. So they have to fight to get the information that they need. And a little caveat was thrown in. Somebody needs to die. Or no, somebody has to go to the hospital bloodied, which means that they would be down to one person looking for Winona, which I'm like, bad idea, bad idea. (laughs) And, okay, Doc and his fighting style, which of course is supposed to be like, way old west. Right. It was just funny.
1: <laughs> the old Duke's up and, uh... Yes.
0: But, like, kind of facing him and... Oh, I don't know. I know you guys don't. You watched it. But it was just... It was kind of funny. Because then you see, you know, dolls...
1: All MMA, do
0: <laughs> Right. But, yeah, Doc is the one who gets, like, this kick-ass shot. I was like, oh, that was awesome. <sighs> but he only did it because he's really ticked, because information was given to him, supposedly from Bobo, that Dolls was going to turn Doc in mm-hmm. to the Black Badge division. Do you really think he would have done it? Oh, hell yes. All to just try to, do you think it was to save Winona or to save the town or Just to save his own butt. Uh,
1: Yeah, it was to be able to keep the investigation going, to be able Hmm. to stay in purgatory and working with Winona. Interesting. Pure Uh, and simple. He didn't have anything else that he could give to his boss.
0: I'd have given him Bobo. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, here's his address. Go get him. So crazy uppercut later. All of a sudden, Dolls is dead, and I was sitting there with my jaw just wide open and she's like oh huh? yeah <laughs> and then they just throw him into like the dumpster yeah i was like i don't i have no words i don't know what to say at this moment i was surprised that's to say the least but they hand uh the dude hands doc the keys for the truck he's like here yeah. yeah your buddy doesn't need it <laughs> <laughs> and i'm still sitting there like i don't believe this shit's happened. How did they just kill them off like that? It was a fight? Yeah. Oh, my God. So Doc gets in the car and obviously has not learned how to drive yet.
1: Uh, no. I'm not
0: quite sure where the key even goes, what it looked like. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, it did remind us of a uh, another show we uh, did a year or two ago. <laughs>
0: so many shows do this mess. Person out of time, not being able to drive. Yes. Hmm. Which of the many shows that we watch could this possibly be similar to? Why? It's just funny. I, and I believe it was also a sci-fi show, yes? So many sci-fi shows. I think it's the same writer, so they have to just kind of like, you know, this worked before. <laughs> but we love you guys. I'm not being a jerk. Yeah, I am kind of. But we still love the sci-fi writers. Mm-hmm. Oh, But poop. Guess what happens? Up, oh, pop, dolls. Don't touch myself. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Me and Doc probably both kind of freaked out a little bit. Right. <laughs> and I love how he explains, oh, yeah, they teach you to lower, lower your heart rate and control your breathing so they think you're dead. And who was believing that? Because I was thinking it's because of whatever's inside of it. Uh-huh.
1: Exactly.
0: I mean, there are people who can do that, but... I don't believe him, <laughs> just don't. So off they go to find Winona. Cavalry is on their way. So let's zip over to Winona because then our our stories shall merge. Yes. Take us to Winona, Steve.
1: Well, she wakes up in what looks what appears to be a hospital, and we see the morgue guy come in.
0: That scared me for a minute. Uh, yeah. I'm
1: like, wait a second. And Winona can't feel her legs. And you go, all right, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Cause the police car was just had a little bit of blood in it. Uh, the odds of her being injured that badly are slim and none. And fortunately Winona also picks up on that and puts a, Kink in her IV.
0: Why would that work?
1: Because that would stop the flow of the drugs that was causing her to lose her feeling in her legs.
0: Okay. Because so I was just thinking, wouldn't he notice that it's not going down? Um, Are we giving him them creative license with them?
1: Yeah, because IVs don't—they're not something that you're going to go through in 20 or 30 minutes. It takes hours and half a day to get through a ba- an IV bag. Okay. So, yeah, I had no problem with them not noticing. It wasn't going down oh. any.
0: Okay.
1: But we find out that one of Winona's classmates from school is also there.
0: Yeah, this girl seemed a little needy yeah. because she was like, No, 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 he's gonna help me. He wants me here. Yeah, he wants you there because he's a serial killer. Uh, I was like doing that head shake, you know, you're like, you can't be this stupid. (laughs) Why? Why? And then she was gonna get up though. She was gonna get up and help Mm Winona. And then all of a sudden she freaks out because she's like, I'm not that brave.
1: Right. What? (laughs) What?
0: You're gonna die at least one for it yeah you may not get away but you you know whatever you're not just laying there to, you know taking it Ugh, i was confused with that girl it just seemed like kind of strange to throw that in at least if she was like knocked out or kind of like in and out of sleep or something it would have made more sense to me with that right but just for her to be like i'm not as great as you goodbye
1: what what <laughs> gets back into bed
0: <laughs> right No, no, this is not how we do things. Sorry, I
1: interrupted again. Go ahead. Then we get probably one of the most outrageous scenes we've ever seen.
0: Are you talking about the surgery? Yes,
1: where we see her chest completely open.
0: Yes, because the girl wakes up in the middle of the quote-unquote surgery. Yeah, I think I'd be screaming too.
1: uh, Yeah, but... But not at first.
0: Well, she goes, I mean, oh, what's still...
1: going on? And he reaches inside of her and you go, oh, my God.
0: Right. It's like, um, I'm going to need that, so maybe you should put that back. Because it was her heart, wasn't it? Or was it a kid? No, it was her heart. Right?
1: Yeah. I think so. Yeah,
0: it was weird that they actually had that on fi. Uh-huh. I, I was kind of surprised, especially with this this show not being... Quite, well, I mean, it can be kind of heavy and scary because you have red and you have, you know, a little hellfire thing happening. But this was like a whole different level. This was like really not gory because there wasn't tons of blood, but it it was not a happy, happy scene. No, not at all. Yeah, you know, not something I would expect without a warning, at least at the front somewhere. I don't remember seeing a warning for it. No. So, okay. You snuck that one into us, sci-fi. Thanks for giving me nightmares. (laughs) Yeah. I want to have surgery anytime soon. No, thanks.
1: (sighs) And, of course, Bethany flatlines and our...
0: Surgeon?
1: Yeah. Goes ballistic. And, of course, Winona hears all this, you know, the screams and all the commotion afterwards and she definitely I'm, wants to get out of there.
0: Yeah, I was like, I'm I'm betting she's thinking, I gotta get out of Dodge now. Yeah.
1: And you see her focusing on her toes trying to get them to move.
0: And, so very Kill Bill.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you see one toe just move a tad and you go, oh. And so she says I'm getting out of here. She's able to get the IV out roll out of bed, and drag herself to a nearby tray that has all kinds of uh, cutting devices. (laughs) Uh, I won't say surgical tools, because those were not surgical tools.
0: (laughs) A few were, but not many. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it was messed up. Very messed up.
0: (laughs) So, Dr. Ninja, as she called him, (laughs) came back in at one point, and he's like, talking smack is the best way to put it. And he grabs this device. We'll call it old-fashioned flyers. Yeah. And he is like, why is your stuff here? And and why?
1: Yeah, he finds her oh, necklace on the floor, and that, he says, that just doesn't look right. So let's make sure you're still not feeling anything.
0: Oh, my gosh. I was cringing. Oh, yeah. Because he's using these pliers and squeezing her toe harder and harder and harder. And you see blood coming. Yes. I'm shocked he didn't, like, cut through.
1: Oh, yeah. That could have very easily just snipped off her whole toe there.
0: Right. And how the heck did she do it? Or was it just that it was still so numb she couldn't feel it? Because, like, her face didn't change at all. Oh,
1: yeah, it did. It Once he left, there was a little...
0: Oh yeah, well I'm thinking during that moment. Oh yeah,
1: during the cause... moment she she was able to keep it just as straight as she could. Ugh. Yeah,
0: I, I don't know how she
1: did it. I don't know either, because that Cause I couldn't. And I
0: wasn't <laughs> feeling anything. Oh oh god, I'm still cringing thinking about it. Yeah. Oh anyway, so why Nona ends up getting kind of out of dodge, she's hiding, and the first thing that happened is. Our Dr. Ninja freaks out, and he's screaming and yelling and and automatically goes right to where he put Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. And that was interesting because when Winona comes behind him holding a scalpel. And what was it? If you want to find something, you set somebody's house on fire? Yeah. <laughs> like the most precious thing, will go right to it first. Mm-hmm. And she's talking to him like, oh, I bet it stung when you grabbed it and did this and then this. And she kind of cuts him. And then she hesitates because he's bleeding.
1: Right. Yeah. She originally thought She's... he was the Revenant, and it wasn't until she cut him that she realized, no, he's just the lackey.
0: So he's just crazy. Yeah. And not for a reason like he's been in hell or anything. No. Well, they both kind of get knocked out at this point. Yeah. And now we see the real Two-Face Jack. Yes. And this gentleman (laughs) has been on several sci-fi shows. Mr. Greg Brick, I think is how we say it, Mm B-R-Y-K. I almost said Burke. Uh, He has been on, well, he's the main character, one of the main characters on Bitten.
1: Right.
0: He was in The Expanse, which we talk about.
1: Yes, we've done.
0: Uh, He's just been in so much, and he's been in some of these Older episodes, too. Lost Girl. Sci-fi show. So many sci-fi shows. Um, oh, gosh. What was the other one? I know. I was just looking at it. Just because I was surprised with how much it was like, okay, sci-fi, sci-fi, sci-fi. Apparently, he really likes the sci-fi channel, and they like him. Right. Uh, let's go back, way back here. Yeah. Which it isn't even that far, but Blood Ties, and uh, Dressed in Files, and The Gathering. These are older, but I love how he has so many, even if it's not actually on sci-fi, sci-fi movies. Right. Or TV shows that he's been part of. Yeah.
1: He's it's... almost up there with Roger Cross.
0: <laughs> right. And oh, here we go, way back, Mutant X. I don't know if anybody even remembers that one, other than me. It was great. He uh, he played such a good bad guy in
1: this. Yes, he did.
0: Uh, yes, Jack of Knives, that's what it was. That's what they were calling him. I knew it would come to me but he is just he has the look to make him old west but very dapper and they explain that too the last moment and i don't know who caught it we'll talk about that in a second but when he comes in i want to know why his expertise or his power is in his fingernails <laughs> i i mean were you confused i mean the Revenants all have something the one was like Kind of crazy, moving like a dog, really fast. Right, yeah.
1: And this one just happened to have talon nails that got white hot.
0: Was it just the whole, he was a serial killer and he would cut people's parts out and got his hands dirty? And so that's why they kind of gave him that? I mean, I really don't know, and that's why I'm, I'm truly asking what you think. Yeah, I
1: think that has a lot to do with it, because this guy actually, well... That's weird. Yeah, and we find out at the very end, just a little bit more...
0: Yeah, I didn't want to jump to no, it just yet. No,
1: and it made more sense, put it that way. Oh,
0: okay, okay. So, him and Wynona going around, and like I said... Dolls and Doc finally on their way. But right before they get there, Two-Faced Jack, or Jack of Nights, how are you on phone? started talking to Winona and, he, and was divulging a lot of information about her dad. Yeah. And I don't know if it was kind of just to get her riled up, if it was the truth, because he seemed like he wasn't trying to, like, bait her at all. He was just very matter-of-fact about everything. So I thought that was kind of weird, too. Yeah,
1: I really thought he was baiting her. Really?
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, he wasn't doing it
1: obnoxiously, but yeah, uh, there was just a hint of sarcasm in his voice that, at least to me, made it feel like he was just baiting the crap out of her. (laughs)
0: Okay. Well, Doc and Doll show up. And Doc decides he's going to distract the Jack of Nine. Because uh, again, what's it with his, he's like, I'm going to fight him. I'm like, okay, that didn't work. Yeah. So he went to try to shoot him and oh man, guy just like with those red hot fingernails, white hot, just like cut his gun in half. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty impressive. You mm-hmm. know, special effect, but gave dolls enough time to get Winona untied basically and he goes to find peacemaker and she tells him where it is so doc is trying to fight and he pulls out the stone witch's knife that she had dropped and i love it because again the two-faced jack is just very like oh look what you got Hmm." like nothing phases him
1: no no he felt like he was still in complete control of the situation
0: it didn't make sense. It's like, uh, maybe you should start worrying about <laughs> anything.
1: No, when I'm you're a psychotic her. serial killer. You worry about nothing? You worry about
0: nothing. I don't know, these guys. <laughs> well, it does get knocked out of Doc's hand, but Winona is the one who plunges it into his back. That's not banishing him. No. But it does hurt him enough. Yes. That he is stumbling away and... And uh, somehow she figures out that Doc and Dolls have been at each other's throat. She's like, don't kill anybody. Don't kill each other until I get back. Yeah. <laughs> so she wanders off to find find uh, the Jack of Nines. And again, he's just talking and talking and talking. And I think it was more to try to save his skin or at least just die so he can come back later. Mm-hmm. But he happens to say, or he slips into an English accent. This is what it was. Uh-huh. Because I didn't catch it at first. And I was like, what is that, a really bad Judy Deck? Yeah. And he was like, you've managed to do what Scotland Yard could not. And it took me a good, I'd say, 30 seconds before it clicked <laughs> that he's saying he's Jack
1: the Ripper. Yes.
0: <laughs> and it's funny because after it clicked in my head, I had just watched something on it. It was something on the History Channel saying that they thought he had come to America. Mm -hmm. So I love that it kind of wrapped into, like, a theory that has already been floating out there for a really long time, (laughs) that he did come to America, that maybe he'd never stopped killing. Right. It was just in a place where it wasn't as noticeable. Mm -hmm. So when all that happened, I was just like, okay, tick, 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 30 seconds later, oh, my God! (laughs) And it was just so perfect, the way they rounded up. And she's just like, I don't know what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boom. And well, she finished him off. So I was happy with that. But he did get in her head. Yes, he did. Because she was very upset at the end. And I just want to tell you, it was the synopsis that popped up for this episode. When I went to watch it, it said, Why is battling the last of the seven, but will she ha- leave with her mind intact? So I thought he had some weird mental powers and was somehow going to trick her. And that's when we first see her in the hospital room. I thought, you know, they were going to try to make her think she was crazy and she was never had left the loony bin, basically. So I thought that's the arc that this was going to take. So the fact that it was just a serial killer and then it was basically an apprentice serial killer, that was a whole different route that I did not realize it was going to go down. Right. So I don't know if she's going to be able to jump back from this.
1: She just got to realize that what she learned was not the truth. And it's, there's just enough doubt there right now, which leaves her vulnerable.
0: hmm Which the whole thing was, two Faced Jack said that her dad had a truce with Boba. Right. But then why... Did he get taken and killed? Right. So, see, right there, that should have been the biggest red flag. Yes. Then why did you guys take him? That didn't make sense. Yeah. But that was the end of her. She's trying to recover and deal. And Doc and Dolls have come to a, I'm going to say an unsteady truce.
1: Yeah, at best. Yeah. Because we see because... Uh, Dolls meeting with uh, his boss again, yeah. telling her that, Well, I know to dispatch probably the greatest serial killer in all of history, but there's no way to prove it because we don't have a body.
0: (laughs) His boss just needs to like put a GoPro on him or something so he can watch it. Yeah. But he has something else for her. And I thought when he opened up the trunk, we were going to see Doc because I was pretty ticked with everything.
1: Right. And, but we hear him tell her that, nah. Henry's nothing but a con artist, and the real Doc Holiday is dead.
0: But I got something else for you. Yeah. And it's the guy who made them fight. I'm sure that was a little bit of a shocker to that Revenant. Oh, yeah. Wait, you were dead. I threw you in the dumpster. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) Right. (sighs) That was kind of nuts. So he's not being taken to be experimented on, though. Not really.
1: No, which didn't. completely makes sense to me because I figured his boss would want him in the lab.
0: Right. But it's, oh, I get to do all this to you, and you're not going to die, so we'll see what happens. Right.
1: But what got me was him saying, there's a mole in his organization, and you're going to help me find it.
0: Yes. So, again, you can't trust anybody.
1: That's right.
0: (laughs) Told you. Oh, my gosh. So these two episodes were very much intertwined. Oh,
1: it's, yes, very much. It yeah. was a, a two-parter.
0: <laughs> yeah, even though it wasn't. Well, this was episode eight. There's only 13 episodes this season. We only have a scarce few more to get through. Hopefully, you guys are liking it as much as Steve and I are. There's so many questions I have still. So I'm hoping more of them get answered for this this season. Cause I get nervous when we get towards the end of the season and we don't know if there's another season yet. Right. Uh, So please rate and review us on iTunes. Good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends, tell your family. We hope you're enjoying the podcast. And, you know, don't forget to rate us on any other platforms you're finding us on. iTunes is our, our like biggest one because we've just branched out into Google Play. Uh, where else are we? (laughs) <laughs> We're on Podomatic mm-hmm. We're on the Fan Zone There's something else that popped up And I'm drawing it completely. <laughs> <laughs> so wherever you find us Just you know, hit us with a rating Let us know What you think about this show About any of the sci-fi shows What you want to hear If you want to hear us talk about This one character for an entire time Whatever, if you want to be on the show Let us know podcast at gmail.com. We will talk about whatever you write on air. And if you want to come on, we'll happily have you on. Because there's so many fans of this show, when we're tweeting, we do see a lot of you guys talking and blowing up our Twitter feed. So come talk to us on air. Find us, everything else, on fangirlzone.com. We have our shopping links. We have our links to our Facebook page, to our Twitter, to G- Google, like, I don't remember where I am. G-plus, that's what I meant. So now we're going to take a moment and see if I can tell you everywhere you can find him.
1: <laughs> All right. I do a couple of Orphan Black podcasts, uh, Felix's Helixes over at Southgate Media Group. I also do the C-Word podcast, which you can find at cwordpodcast.com or over on Hollow9, now that it's in syndication, just like... Uh, Fangirl Zone is. You can find me on Golden Spiral Media. I do Witness Prophecies, a Sleepy Hollow podcast over there for Season 3 and upcoming Season 4. Let's see, I've done a triple cast on Golden Spiral Media talking about some Sherlock Holmes movies. You can Find Sean and I doing The Pod Doctors, a Doctor Who podcast. And seeing that Sleepy Hollow isn't coming back until 2017, I think Barb and I will be doing Frequency in the fall. Really? Yes. Which looks really interesting.
0: Another one based on a movie. Yes. We have so many things based on movies. And so... We never know which way it's going to go. Most of them have turned out really awesome. Yes. So good luck to you on that, Steve. Thank you. The
1: trailer for it just looks unbelievably good.
0: Oh, I wish I can tell you I was going to be watching them in San Diego and telling you how awesome it yes. is. Yes. Uh, I shall not be in San Diego this year.
1: But you are going to hit.
0: i um, will be down at Hotlanta though, this year right. at DragonCon. Dragon so fingers crossed that we're going to hit New York, too. We'll see how that goes. But for now, for episode twenty-six of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fandral Zone, I'm Sean Fandralis,
1: and I'm Steve. Alternately, I don't suppose you have a deck of playing cards in this utility belt, huh? <laughs> God.
0: Until next time. Put
1: your back down.